as much fun as this movie is, and the the like over the like the sense of remembering watching it for the first time in theaters when it first came out. 1999. 1999. I mean, it's like I have I have watched it a few times, like since it came out. Obviously, because it's been out for fucking twenty two years. But I, I I watch it probably once a year. I watch it. It's like every time I watch it, I understand completely why 13-year-old Mike Leary really fucking loved Star Wars Episode One. Mm-hmm. Like, it sucks kind of when you watch them as an adult, especially Episode One and Two. It sucks a little when you watch them as an adult to know that, like, this was made for children. And that's why yep. it is the way it is. But, like, when I was a children, fucking loved Star Wars. Well, yeah. And it didn't matter. Like, my dad didn't like episode one. And, like, as an adult watching it, I get it. But, like, yeah. as the kid who watched it in 1999, watching it again in 2021, still love it. I still love Star Wars episode one. <laughs> I Don't get me wrong. Like I said, the movie is fun. Mm-hmm. Um. I completely forgot how intense the pod racing scene is. It is 12 minutes long, sir. <laughs> 12 it minutes was, of this movie's run runtime is a pod race. Yeah, and and like the drama in it and like mm-hmm. um I and I know the Disney Plus version has like all of the deleted scenes, all the cut scenes, mm-hmm. uh, all the like little snippets and trimmings they took off, like when, um, like when Anakin <coughs> reaches out with that weird tool after he's blown mm-hmm. the line off the side of the pod racer. I know that's new. I don't. And I don't think so. Really? Has it been I'm that long sure. since I watched it? I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't that think the, that wasn't that part of the movie. versions. No, I I definitely remember that. I I do not. So like now that you mention it, I don't know if I remember it from like the DVD release or the Blu-ray release. It definitely, definitely wasn't in the I've theatrical seen, release. I've definitely seen that shot before. No, so, so have I. But that's weird to think about. I guess. I think the the best improvement with the Disney Plus version is CGI Yoda. That puppet in Episode One, the original puppet that they used, oh, was, was awful, terrible. awful. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It is. It is a lot of fun. I feel like um, Jar Jar Binks is really like it. Always comes back to Jar Jar Binks is the biggest problem. Yeah, because he's a bumbling idiot. He's a cartoon character. And like you could probably cut cut out probably about ninety percent of his of his content and not hurt the story in any way. Not even hurt the flow of the movie in any way. 
it's like he's there to he's disposable. He can he you can get rid of him with no trouble. I'm pretty sure there's like a fan edit out there on the internet somewhere. Of it's like the Jar Jar free version. Like they cut out as much Jar Jar as possible to not like damage the flow and the story of the movie. Hmm. And uh, always like this is the first time I've been watching it and like paying attention to like Anakin and specifically like Jake Lloyd and his, his acting. Cause it always seemed like all of Anakin's dialogue was so fucking cheesy, but I feel like with a better actor and it's like, I hate to say it about a child actor, but Jake Lloyd was never a good actor. And he like, he lucked into a part in star Wars, Like he wasn't a good actor with an actual like mm-hmm. talented child actor with the same dialogue, like he was supposed to be like this kid acting cool for a pretty girl was why all his dialogue sounded that way. And if it had been delivered better, that would have come across better. Instead, he's this obnoxious child. True. And it's like, I'm pretty sure Jake Lloyd wasn't even like he had, he didn't do like commercial work and stuff. He just heard that there was an open casting call for, for star Wars and went and got the part. And he is now forever Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. And the kid from Jingle All the Way. Oh, and the kid from Jingle All the Way. Yeah. He's also, he's been arrested. I think he had some drug problems. He went to school for photography. Huh. Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. He's, as far as I know, nowadays, he's got it all together. He's like a functional member of society, but he had some rough times. He got bullied. Imagine you play fucking the the uh, a major character in a um in a huge like blockbuster movie and get bullied for it at school. Like how bizarre is that? I mean, it makes sense. Hey, Jake, you ruined Star Wars. Aw, he didn't ruin Star Wars. It wasn't me, it was George Lucas. It was George Lucas. It was George Lucas. I'm I'm sorry, but uh, I know that that, that's probably going to trigger some folk, but George Lucas ruined Star Wars. Yeah. I want to take this opportunity to welcome the internet, but only the portion of the internet that's following us on podcasting networks. Because this is a podcasting network. This is an audio exclusive show you're getting here yep you go over to youtube for yep. our nerd dumps you come over here for what we have dubbed keeping up with the skywalkers so yep. fatty and i we're going to get together once a month for the next nine months and uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about star wars episode by episode mm-hmm. uh we will be uh we're gonna have at least one special guest for at least two episodes. I can guarantee that Sean Senecal, uh Fubar, will join us for at least The Empire Strikes Back and Rise of Skywalker. Mm, both, yeah. both masterpieces of cinema. Mm. So, um, one of my I know you did the right thing and actually... I know and you actually did what? the actual thing took notes. 
I took I took just a few little notes. I did. I figured not. we could mostly just we could mostly just like roll with it. But I took a few little notes. Jake Lloyd was one of them. That that was one of the notes that I had jotted down. Um, mm-hmm. You and McGregor in general. And this is something I'll we've always, always agreed. Just- you know what's what's so amazing about Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, especially in episode one, like cocky young Obi-Wan Kenobi, is that mm-hmm. you can see in his face and you can see in his body language that he is having so much fucking fun. Yeah, you were right. Like he, he loved the negotiations to be were short. Kenobi. They kept having on set, they, they had to tell him to stop making lightsaber noise. <laughs> that they would be put in later. Um, I do no, and and to bring that right to it, the quote that I just said, you can see it in his face. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You can see how he's, excited he's, he is. Yeah, he's that like, every he's smile like is genuine. He, the little yeah. flourishes with his lightsaber and everything. I that was. I, what really did it, when he's walking towards Darth Maul, when he spins his lightsaber and he's just like walking towards Darth Maul, his, his head is up and his shoulders are back. He feels like the coolest man on the planet in that moment. Yeah, yeah, pure confidence oozes through him. Because I was just going to say, you can see it in the way, um, it's, it's common knowledge that he is the best saber wielder in the gap. Hmm. Is it? Is that a thing? I, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was I Mace mean, Windu. I thought Mace Windu was supposed to be the best. I mean, I because he's I was the baddest say, the Jedi other, in the galaxy. Yeah, the only other argument that I will accept for that is Mace Windu, uh, yeah. just because I mean his his saber battles are phenomenal, mm-hmm. but. Uh, excuse me. The yeah. The swagger that Ewan McGregor that Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi has. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's uh it's like very rarely do you find an actor who inhabits a character so like fully that he is it, this is one of those characters. It's like Alec Guinness was obviously Obi Wan Kenobi first, and like he's the Obi Wan Kenobi that you model every other version after. But like, if you're just going to take the character of Obi Wan Kenobi as this existing entity, the only person who makes sense is Ewan McGregor. It's like, yeah. um, fucking. Oh, I just had one. Another uh, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, or Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Like, yeah. nobody else could do it. It's gonna yeah, be I was just going to say, Yeah, absolutely iconic characters that only one person is able to play. Iron yeah. Man, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I could never, I could never see them redoing that. Never. No, me either. And for the rest either. of my life, you, Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. It's like, after, after Ewan McGregor dies in, like, 50 years, and they're continuing to do more Star Wars where you see Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's going to be a CG Ewan McGregor, not Alec Guinness. Exactly. Yeah. We have, we have accepted him because he's one of us. 
I cannot wait for Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's going to be such a good fucking show. I know. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for it as well. The other the other huge thing, uh, another thing I've said a million times, uh, fucking Ian McDermott as, as Palpatine. Like, he's such a great character. Especially for this style of storytelling that they did with the prequel trilogy. He's just such a, like, over-the-top villain, just so sinister and, like, dramatic. Yeah, uh, when... When they leave to go to Naboo again, you can hear it in the way he delivers his lines that he's not really trying to convince them to stay. You know no, what I please, mean? Like, no. Yeah, no, no, that no. Was, yeah, no, please exactly don't go back. They'll destroy you. Yeah. Like, it's almost exactly said like that. Yeah. And then as as they all leave and the doors close, he that that fucking emperor grin yeah the first sneaking glimpse of it Mm -hmm. the good good (laughs) now strike him down and take your rightful place at my side like that's what I see (laughs) every single time I see Palpatine every single time I see Palpatine that's all I see Mm-hmm. My battle with the Jedi has left me scarred. Anyway, that's later. Yeah. No, he was he was that's always so good. Later. And it's like in in the um in the original trilogy, they never said his name, right? I remember as a kid, my dad said that was the Emperor. I'm like, oh, was I supposed to have known that? Like, I don't think they ever call him Emperor Palpatine. He's always just the Emperor. In the uh. original. See, I I want to say they say it once. Hmm. They certainly never use the word Darth Sidious. No. No. No, Sidious, we only learned that we only learned of Darth Sidious in episode 1. Yeah. Have I ever told you the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> Can we? Do you want to talk about Darth Maul for a little while? About how epic he is? How, how? Oh my God! Darth Maul is one of those characters. It's like, so you know how everyone's a, like Boba Fett didn't get any screen time. Boba Fett like was hardly around. Yep. And he, but we have we have attached to him so so firmly. That's the same situation with Darth Maul. Like Darth Maul, they never intended for us to to like wait, wish he was back. Like they thought that when they killed him at the end, we would be like, yes, he's dead. The good guys won. But no, they should have kept Darth Maul through the whole trilogy. I agree. And it's like um, in episode three, Anakin kills him because there can only be two. A master and an apprentice. That's the way it should be. It was a waste of potential to not bring him back for. A, I'm glad that like they eventually brought him back in the cartoons when they got it, but he should have been in all of them. Yes. And Anakin, he should have been Anakin. It was like his his last trial would be to fucking kill Darth Maul because there can only be one apprentice. Darth Maul yeah. is awesome. 
yeah. you, it, Liam Neeson. Phenomenal as Qui Gon Jinn. I'm so not good. even gonna. I'm not even gonna front for a second that I loved Liam Neeson through the entire movie. Oh yeah, loved him. No, amazing. You can see, you can see where Obi Wan like gets that kind of attitude. Yeah, and it all comes from Qui Gon. Yeah, no, it's like Qui Gon. Qui Gon is uh, a more playful version of the Obi-Wan Kenobi we see in the original series, uh, the original trilogy. Sorry, it's yes. not Star Trek. But it makes sense that this is the Jedi who trained Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think Star Wars Episode One is worth watching. Like, I get it if you're, if you were like, a teenager when Star Wars came out that like you didn't appreciate like the prequels as much. Well, but like if we're gonna all go... the Star Wars movies came out before I was born, yep. so I grew up with Star Wars. Um, I told my mom that we were getting ready to do this, yeah. And the first words out of her mouth were, "Oh, I love that movie." <laughs> it was so was much like, all right. fun. It was so one last. It's... One last note that I made about the movie, though. So we rescue Anakin Skywalker. We rescue Anakin Skywalker. Sorry, I'm winded from walking up the stairs. I had to go get water. Let me take a deep breath. We rescue Anakin Skywalker from Slaver on Tatooine, and we leave his mother behind. We take him to Coruscant. And the Jedi say, no, we're not going to let you train this, this, little, this little slave boy. So... Is there no place, like, I know the Jedi don't want him, but there's got to be somewhere on the planet of Coruscant where you can leave this 10-year-old boy rather than taking him along on a field trip to a war zone on Nebo. Because... You cannot leave this 12-year-old, this 10-year-old boy behind here on Coruscant with, like, some fucking royal babysitter. You're with the most powerful people in the galaxy, <laughs> and nobody's going to take care of your 10-year-old boy. I get I get what you're saying, and I understand. And yes, it's very funny <laughs> to think about. I uh, think that Anakin Skywalker as a character would have been way more impactful if he was just this slave boy that they found and saved on Tatooine and then we saw him again in episode two. Because the cheesiest that, stuff with Anakin Skywalker is that last, like, 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, when he blows up the control ship and comes out and he's... Yeah. Drop all that stuff, and then the next time we see him, he's a moody teenager in episode two. Hmm. I get it. You want to sell the toys, the Anakin Skywalker packaged together with the Naboo Starfighter that all the kids obviously want. Well, the other thing that it sells, too, is that he is deserving of training. I mean, I understand that the photon torpedoes into the main reactor of the control ship were 100% by bullshit. Yeah, no, they were just sitting there in the fucking hangar. 
he was spinning the thing around on its belly, yeah, just blasting droids, picky, picky, picky. Actually, mm-hmm. Tie Fighter laser noises. Yeah, everyone pay attention to that. Yeah, um, that was always I. I love those little details where everything's just like this is bad guy stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is this, oh, so this is where the all the heroes on a fucking. This is where the cannons on a TIE fighter came from. Yeah, this is bad guy stuff here in episode one. So he is he's like dorking out little fucking droids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Combat droids. Yeah. And and all of a sudden he pulls back on the thing and fires two perfectly timed photon torpedoes. Now I understand the force. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> that all things happen because of the force. I get yeah. it. I can mm-hmm. al- because I can already hear everybody else saying, "No, Steve, it was the force that made him do it." Yeah, yeah. I get it. Right. Okay. That is the whole driving premise of Star Wars: is that In the force controls no everything. Such thing as luck. <laughs> yes. So these two torpedoes go off. That is obviously what proves to the Jedi that he is worth training. That is why Yoda begrudgingly Mm -hmm. gives Obi-Wan Kenobi the rank of knight and grants him uh, a power learner, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Cloudy, this boy's future is... Yeah. Much danger I sense in his training from the most experienced Jedi. And everyone's like, nah, bro, it'll be fine. Yeah. No, bro, don't worry about it. He's good. He blew up a control ship. Ah, Uh, and young Anakin Skywalker. We will watch your career with great interest. (laughs) He's such a menacing motherfucker. I love him so much. With great interest. And and he's just so fucking happy. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. This kid was born? Ian McDermott. Mm. Ian McDermott. uh, He's one of those actors who just really loves it. Like, he knows how cheesy it is, and he's having so much fun just playing the, the most menacing, cheesy old villain he could possibly come up with. Bail, Bail Organa is a senator. They call him Senator Bail Organa. Mm-hmm. Why his daughter is a princess. That is also true. Who, why? It's like if she's supposed to secretly be Amidala's daughter, then... Also, apparently... Oh, that would make her a princess. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're not supposed to, Why would they call her Princess Leia? If you're not supposed to... If it's supposed to be a secret that she's Darth Vader's daughter. I wonder if princess was just a nickname, then. I don't know. Uh, queen is an elected position on Naboo. Who knows what it's like over on Alderaan. This is true. Maybe she was supposed to be princess. She was she was elected princess when she was what like ten years old because they're weird like that. You elected a fourteen year old girl to be your queen, and that's oh. So then that was going to be my next question too, because it is kind of weird to watch Natalie Portman hit on a hit on a ten year old. Um, she he that's not what was going on. No, that's true. She was you just see being a tender relationship nice, yeah. forming between them, which will later blossom into romance. But nobody was hitting on anybody. Again, right. 
uh, weird kid trying to act cool in front of a pretty girl. If you had had a great, True. like a like a really talented child actor, it would have come across much better. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that a 10-year-old would try to look cool for a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, don't Nubian... Don't Nubians just live a short life? Is that why maybe at 14 she was a queen? I don't know. I don't know that that's a thing I know about the Nubians. Which is a terrible thing. Is it thing. Nubian, too? Yeah, no, they're called Nubians. It is Nubian, yeah. <laughs> Which is just, why would you... Like, George, Nubians are a thing. Like, Nub- oh, Nubian well, is a word just... that we actually... <laughs> The Naboo are one of two species from the planet Naboo. Average lifespan up to 100 standard years. Yeah, like a human being. So, yeah, they are just weird people. Why would you elect a 14-year-old girl queen? Yeah, yeah. Maybe their school system is really good. Maybe they want the innocence of a child? Yeah. Mm, This spins off weird. Um, Maybe that's why the governor is like a million years old. Yeah. Yeah. She's sort of like a (coughs) an elected puppet dictator. Perhaps. Okay, so in conclusion, uh, Star Wars Episode 1, guys, leave it alone. It didn't I do mean, anything wrong to you. It's a fun movie. I mean, don't. Uh, I wouldn't. It's been 22 years. It's been 22 years. We can we can forgive Episode One and George Lucas for for what happened there. It was a fun fun little adventure. I mean, he's. I'm I'm sure he didn't actually realize what was going to happen. Yeah. No. I mean, here's what I got... hope. I hope George Lucas loves Star Wars Episode One. I hope it's like his favorite. Hmm. But I on think that we're note, gonna we're gonna call that we're gonna call that uh an episode. And uh we're gonna bid adieu to the internet. I'm gonna mm-hmm. keep talking for a few minutes here alone. If you wanna share your thoughts about Star Wars with us, uh here's what I want you to do. I want you to open up your Gmail app or your, your email app, whatever you use. You can type in keepingthefat at gmail.com and use, uh, let's say your your title should mention Star Wars in some way, the title of your email, and then email us about Star Wars. So you've listened to and this, if you know gonna... the next one we're doing is episode two, so any of your thoughts about episode two? It's sort of like a book club, you know? And uh, if anything I said upset you in this episode, I'm not sorry. He's not. Not any never will be. Not sorry. I'm making you think outside the box, Star Wars. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. I think we've summed up we've summed up episode one. That was fun. Ugh. All this time later, I I really do love episode one. 